Hi, this is Xavier. This is Gaspar. We're Justice, and you're listening to Sound Sessions. This is Michael from WGN Radio in Chicago, and I am delighted, I'm ecstatic, sitting down with Xavier and Gaspard from the band Justice, the great band Justice that, that just put out one of the most mega-eclipsing films that I could possibly have watched. Iris, a space opera, debuting here at South by Southwest. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Hi, Michael. It's good, good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, so let's, and I'm here with Andre as well, the director. Um, how are you doing today, Andre? Yeah, pretty good, thank you. And we're sitting at this great, great, wide, almost a dinner table here at, at the C3 offices at South by Southwest. It's, it's, a, it's a really cool experience here. So can we just dive into what made you guys want to create a film around your concert experience, I guess? Well, it's been 10 years we're trying to shoot our concerts, mm -hmm. and... Um, And, uh, but we never released anything because it was not good enough and we couldn't find really a way to translate what we liked in our show, mm -hmm. in our shows to the, to something watchable, you know, uh, in a theater or at home. And, uh, and after having tried like many possibilities, we had this idea of filming the, the concert with no audience. Mm -hmm. Uh, in a controlled environment that you can't see and that doesn't look like a concert venue. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can focus on the visual aspect of it, that is what interests us, mm -hmm. and also focus on the music instead of like focusing on the interaction between the band and the audience, mm -hmm. which is good too in, uh, in a, as a live experience, but that doesn't work for us when you put it on the film, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we, we thought about it and then asked André, that we've been knowing and working with for four years, if he was okay to do it with us. And, uh, and this is how it started. That's great. And uh, Gaspard, what made you put your trust into André? Um, we've been friends for about, uh, for more than 10 years. And we, like with Romain Gavras, like they, they shot um, numerous movies and especially like our, our first uh, stress video. Mm -hmm. and, um, and since then, like we've been uh, follow, following uh, his work and we are huge fans. And so it made complete sense like to work together on this movie. Mm -hmm. The thing is that we needed someone uh, technical, but also with a... Uh, a sensitivity and a taste that works with ours mm -hmm. and uh, and sometimes you have people that are uh, very good technicians but then it doesn't work because you can't really communicate with them and and because the shooting uh, was very quick we needed to have someone that we share a sense of uh, aesthetic with mm -hmm. and that also understands uh, what we want to do uh, so it was easier with him and we knew he has he had both the technical side Yeah. And also like the sensitivity that works for, for this type of thing. Yeah, and, and Andre, I, what you guys have done is, is, I mean, you don't really see it every single day. What are the first meetings that you guys have and what is the concept you guys bring to the table? I always, I'm always very interested in what are the first glimpses into your mind? You're like, I want to create something where the, everyone will love it, but I want no audience. Um, how can we make that happen? Like, what were those first conversations like? The first, I think like what I try to do, like I went to like a few concerts mm -hmm. uh, to show and to, to have like a, a good grasp of what like the, 
the the show is really about because the the, the, the storytelling it's is there. Mm -hmm. You know, have you seen like the the like the concert and you know like every aspect of it is really like kind of there. So it was like more how to grasp and how to like capture that in a very pure way. So we like pretty quickly uh, realized like no audience, maybe like a void. You know, it's it's like the whole idea of a like universe and um, the simplicity of it was interesting in that sense. So that's how we started. Like I first like show the saw the, the show in Bercy mm -hmm. in uh, in Paris. It was very uh, interesting, and I was amazed by the the whole work that uh, they did. Mm -hmm. I was glad to be. Uh, a part of it. Yeah, and I, I see that you guys use four, four rotating panels of LEDs, mirrors, traditional warm lights, just combinations everywhere. What was the kind of vibe you were trying to create with, uh, with this new film? The thing is that we use the stage setup that we use uh, when we play live shows. Mm -hmm. It's uh, 13 moving panels, not four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but uh, none of it's okay. It's okay. okay. I'm but, sorry for minimizing no, no. the gravitas of it all. <laughs> no, no, I was kidding. But the, the, now the idea when we designed this stage, mm -hmm. uh, we, we never really uh, found ourselves in the techno or dance music aesthetic. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm talking like uh, flamethrowers yeah. and video and stuff like this which work very well like it's it's like with the audience but it's something that doesn't work with us and uh, and we like our inspiration comes like from all these like sci-fi movies uh, with heavy machines and stuff like this mm -hmm. like Blade Runner or Alien uh, uh, this kind of stuff yeah of the third kind Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true that the the, the blend of colors uh, of uh, the the spaceship in a close encounter of the third kind, where you have warm lights and cold lights, mm -hmm. so it's like orange and blue, was one of the images uh, we started from uh, when we designed our our stage. And so it's this idea of having like all those huge things, but like moving very slowly, mm -hmm. and uh, and and not using uh, video mediums, but just uh, light. And, and it takes actually a lot of uh, technology and work to make something uh, simple. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and because our inspiration for the stage was this, it's, uh, it was also uh, the inspiration for the film. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, uh, like to, to, to have like very long and slow shots where you have the, the camera floating a bit everywhere mm -hmm. and going in places that you would never see if you, if you see the concert from the audience. And, um, and, and this is one of the, of the things I love about the, the film is that you really forget the camera mm -hmm. and you forget that there's someone uh, uh, controlling the camera because it's really like a like a flying floating element that moves around like a, in a very fluid way so yeah that, that was the, the brief That's awesome. I mean, that's the best part. It's like seeing it all happen, um, you know, right in front of you and then seeing the final product, too. Uh, you did mention some great movies, The Alien, Blade Runner. Gaspard, what are some of your favorite movies that you had, we were kind of inspired by? Uh, but you just uh, named them. <laughs> no. Especially like Blade Runner, uh -huh. it, it has this very special uh, visual quality. Uh, and, um, and, and I mean, if we could have had uh, 
a rain on stage probably like it would have been part of the, <laughs> the stage design too but uh, yeah like we, we, we just love like all these um, 80s and 90s movie, uh, that, movies that are very uh, where you have a, 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 a lot of glow a, a, a lot of a lot of uh, blurred lights and stuff like this yeah yeah when were you guys born What, what, like, in the 80s, 70s? Uh, yeah, late 70s, yeah. Okay. And early 80s. So, right there, there's some of the greatest movies ever made. I mean, think about all the visual representation. Yeah, but the, the touchstone of that was made in the 60s. It's uh, uh, Space uh, Odyssey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's also an inspiration in the sense, not in terms of filmmaking, but in, in, in terms of uh, watching something very slow. And taking the time, like, to get into something, mm -hmm. because it's not an easy, like, although it's um, very famous, it's not an easy film to watch, you know, it's like, a, mm -hmm. it's a, you have, like, to, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I have to make the effort to get into it, mm -hmm. because it's all very contemplative, and, uh, but when you make the effort of watching it, uh, when you get out of it, it's, uh, like, almost like a life-changing uh, experience, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like your movie... I mean, not... Again, I can't minimize the gravitas of the film, <laughs> but do you think this will be life-changing? Do you think this will inspire other bands to kind of create the same kind of thing? No audience, no Taylor Swift up on the big screen, like, in massive things, maybe even more so authentic and genuine the way you guys made your film, Iris. If we could have had Taylor Swift on the screen, <laughs> we would have made it, you know? Like, Rain and Taylor Swift is the two things we... Our budget Jet didn't allow. We can't talk for other people, but but for us, it was definitely a, a life-changing experience, and it's gonna be difficult also because uh, you know, like a live show by uh, definition is something that only exists at the moment you see it. Yeah. Uh, and now we captured that in a very sublime way. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is what you see in the film is is in a way like visually better than the actual thing mm -hmm. and this is going to be our memory of the live show so when we're going to work on the next one this, gonna, this is going to be our reference so it's going to be very tough to come up with something <laughs> that, we, that we think is better than this you know so it's a bit I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried about this, this danger <laughs> you're going to have to take it like back to the garage or something and go to the entire opposite way or something like that maybe and maybe that's a good thing you know like, like things always move by, always move by waves mm -hmm. and Uh, and uh, and maybe also now we reached a point uh, where like the technologies and stuff is like occupying a big space on stage mm -hmm. and and maybe it will be time for like uh, for another grunge uh, movement you know yeah like, like strip down all those things and justice grunge I'd be down for that <laughs> I don't know I don't know I don't know we'll see <laughs> um, I Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just uh, going to talk about um, uh, David Byrne's uh, last uh, tour. Yeah. A and there's nothing on stage. It's just like a kind of a marching band. And when they, the musicians go out, there's nothing, le nothing left. And uh, I think that's a great concept. Yeah. Did you go and see that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you see it at? Uh, I think the last one was in Austin, actually. Oh, my yeah. God. That was such an interesting experience because mm -hmm. you didn't really know what to expect. And then just seeing them all in a line, back and forth, and their, choreogra their choreography and the dancing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting that he, he pulled that off, and he really did a good job with that, too. Yeah, I mean, he's still... Uh He's a smart guy. Yeah. Really. yeah. Speaking of smart guy, Andre. So, um, <laughs> with the <Thank> film, 
<laughs> with the film, they mentioned that they, you know, would have liked maybe some rain or something if they could have made it possible. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you think that you left out of the film that maybe, um, you know, you didn't have the time for or, you know, conceptually it just wasn't working at the time? Uh, no, I think like we wasn't limited time. I think we were like two day shoot, mm-hmm. and we just decided to um, to do like chunks of like three or four sh- uh, songs, and the guy would play live, and we just like do like crane moves. Mm-hmm. So it was. Um, I don't think we left out like the stuff. It's also like a captation of like what it's still live. Yeah. That's what the interesting part of it. Yeah. So it's still like lively, like you know. Although it's machinery, it's uh, it was a human control. Mm-hmm. That is the interesting part of it. It's an awesome concept that you guys created. It's it's it really just shows how much music and sound and and film can all work together so perfectly at times. Um, let's talk a, just a teeny bit about your insane year. Congratulations on winning uh, the Grammy for Best Dance Electronic album holy smokes you know i was there and i saw your speech uh beforehand wow. great speech by the way guys and <laughs> wait didn't you guys get on a little bit late like they they, they were skipping over because they're moving so fast or something like that yeah that yeah we, we were sitting in the last row <laughs> i remember and shaggy told us you know he said oh maybe uh, you should move forward because in case you win there's gonna be less uh, <laughs> less distance mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, to not jinx it, we didn't move. Mm-hmm. We also didn't prepare a speech because we are very superstitious. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you know, but the, by the time they announced that we won, uh, the time it took for us to integrate the information mm-hmm. and that just like high five and everything. Yeah, they were already like launching the next uh, <laughs> sequence because they thought we are not here. Mm-hmm. And it happened after like the 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 big uh, chunk of like a world music uh, prize. So uh, we went into the corridor and then there was like 25 Mexican people like leaving the room. So we were stuck in the, in the traffic, like screaming, saying, hey, wait for us, wait for us. Yeah. And this is when they announced that Shaggy also won a Grammy Award and he was the, he was the host. And so we went and we hijacked uh, his like uh, prize uh, moment mm-hmm. so it was all very confused but it was a, a, a happy moment it, it, it's great you know and, and uh, it's it's uh, it's whatever whatever people say about the Grammy mm-hmm. uh, for us it is like important it's mm-hmm. a great recognition uh, it's a huge ceremony so it's mm-hmm. it's kind of cool so it's like very exotic for us mm-hmm. And uh, and we're very very happy. To it was like a very unexpected. Mm-hmm. Wow! Well, congratulations, guys. That's such. It must be such a cool thing to just jump on stage and be like, uh, "We put out an album, and it took it so much blood, sweat, and tears, and now you get rewarded for it." That must have been a really cool experience. Yeah, that was great, especially for a record that we we didn't do as a part of our. Uh, Album release catalogs, you know, it's, it's really something that we did for fun mm-hmm. and that we almost uh, imposed to our record company. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we, we had this idea of making this record and we really asked our record company, okay, we are going to make that. We want to release it at the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you got a spot? And they say, yes, let's do it. So we feel very lucky also to have like, a, to be given like this much freedom to do things that don't necessarily make sense at the moment we pitch them or we make them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so it's 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 it feels even better that it happened for a record that we made for ourselves and for fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, that I often find that a lot of artists who just create something for maybe one person, like their girlfriend or you know their mom or their dad, that those are the albums that actually mean the most in the end of and at the end of it. Mm -hmm. So it's cool that you guys did that. It's very cool. Yeah, you know, like like every band, like their hit is often their joke song. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like take uh, Sugar Ray, you know, like their hit is I Wanna Fly, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, so it, it was a bit of a joke, but it's a bit true, you know. It's it's like a nothing else matters for Metallica, you know. I love it's, it. It's always like the out, um, and you say like the underdog mm -hmm. project. Mm -hmm. Uh, or the fun things that uh, sometimes become uh, rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, so it's beautiful. So um, I'll, I won't keep you guys for too much longer. We are straight from Chicago, WGN Radio. Uh, you guys have been through Chicago a million times, I'm sure. Uh, do you have any memories of the city of Chicago or anything along those lines? Well, not to be, uh, how do you say, uh, demagogues, mm -hmm. <laughs> but visually, it's our favorite city in the in the U.S. Mm -hmm. in terms of architecture. Like like every time we go there, we're always amazed by the way it looks. Mm -hmm. It looks amazing, like the yeah. buildings and everything. So yeah. especially since you you played at Lollapalooza, correct? And you guys get to see the uh, the extensive uh, just screen of buildings from Grant Park too. Yeah, it's an amazing uh, festival and amazing location, mm -hmm. and uh, it's yeah, it's always great to play there. Yeah, uh, but whether it's like Smart Bar or Lollapalooza, yeah, yeah, it was great like to experience like a, like from the tiniest to the biggest mm -hmm. venues. It's it's always a pleasure to go there. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Um, we're speaking to Justice. They just put out their great film, Iris, a space opera. It de debuted here at South by Southwest. Now, I kind of closed it out with, you know, there's a lot of people who are out there who are spinning their own beats, especially in Chicago. Big house music scene uh, we have. Um, what kind of advice can you guys give to the person who's sitting in their basement, you know, spinning albums, working, 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 to get kind of to the level you guys are at where, um, you know, what would you tell your, your younger self, I suppose? Well, the thing is that we, we believe in luck a lot, so we don't really have an advice to give. Like, we know that a lot of things are very circumstantial. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and unfortunately, the difference between something that gets exposed or not is uh, not really uh, linked to quality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, although it, it happens sometimes, but, but, uh, who are true believers that sometimes like planet aligns and, and something happens and that's that's I mean when you get the luck it's like uh, fortunate mm -hmm. uh, but otherwise it's, it's, it can be a bit difficult so we don't have any and we've been very lucky mm -hmm. I think like, uh, like uh, so we don't I, I, I don't know what to say yeah could I mean, you speak on that too? yeah because like yeah, in the end you're always gonna end up with the same like uh random advice like yeah keep what you're doing uh, it's gonna happen at some point mm -hmm. but yeah sa sadly it maybe won't happen but but, but like for for example like a, a band like uh, phoenix mm -hmm. like they've been like doing like digging their fine like, like really crafting their style and everything for uh, for a bit less than 20 years yeah and, and they and they, they they finally managed to to get very big in the u.s And I guess that's a great uh, example of uh, perseverance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, after four albums, it took them like 10 years, four albums, right? to get like a, yeah. But 
once again, I mean, it's like nothing to do with their talent because they were good since the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's just at some point, for some reason, there's like some sort of like a collective hallucination, mm -hmm. and 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 Phoenix becomes like something cool. Although they have been cool for 10 years and everything aligns and they become big, you know. So there's not really like an advice or whatever. It's just like, yeah. like apart from believe in yourself, sky is the limit. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like we can't really say things like this. It's mm -hmm. just like. A, you just got to put in the work. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry. It sounds so depressing, mm -hmm. but, but a lot of it has to do with luck, unfortunately. Yeah. I love it. And Andre, before I, before we let you go, um, what kind of advice can you give to a young filmmaker who gets to work with a kick-ass band like Justice one day? I mean, and they're sitting in there just toiling away on YouTube and everything. Um, um, like, what kind of like advice? Yeah, what kind of advice can you give? What what kind of things separate you from the traditional filmmaker? Is it the hard work? Is it the time spent alone? You know, in the editing room? No, I think it's also like connecting people, like getting to and be at a good place at the right moment. Moment and then you actually express yourself, in, but like in your own in your own style. Mm -hmm. I love That's, it. Uh, this might be my uh, my comments. You just you got to do your own thing. You got to yeah. do your own style. All right, this is Michael with the Sound Sessions here at WGN, speaking with the great, great, epic band <laughs> Justice. Their new film, Iris, a space opera, just debuted at South by Southwest. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you, my good. Can't get enough of Sound Sessions? Like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Sound Sesh Pod, and check us out on Instagram at Sound Sessions WGN.